0: This is the Koabui Show. Koabui Show. Co-A-Bui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Koabui is also an International speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, and online business. You could check out his blog site at www.koa-booey.com. And now, your host, Mr.
1: Koa Booey. Mr. Koa Bowie.
0: Morning, how are you going?
1: I'm excellent. How are you?
0: Yeah, good. Sorry about the uh, the timing. <laughs> this actually I actually send this um, this timing because I interview a lot of US guests. So this is about Yes. Uh, the time when I wake up to, to do it. And then I didn't realise that you're also in Australia as well. So we probably could have done something at ten o'clock.
1: <laughs> oh no, I, I get up at three.
0: <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I, I this is this is a yeah, this is no no big deal. Please don't apologize. Oh, okay. It's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. I'm going, what, what is it? It's being 10 <laughs> minutes late? <laughs>
0: oh, no. I, no, I no, yeah, yeah.
1: apologize for 6.10. Is that? Oh, fine. Oh, uh,
0: so, yeah, well, I was watching some of your videos and then I was um, also introduced by Georgie as well. And it was really nice. So, um, yeah, really keen to interview you and, Yeah, ask you a lot of good questions. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, the 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 SBS show last night. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was, oh, not the SBS show, but the other videos that you got on YouTube. And um, I was reading some of the. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I've been getting so many messages, and uh, it's a, a show called um, uh, "Filthy Rich and Homeless."
0: Uh, oh, okay. Uh,
1: last winter, I spent um, ten days um, uh, experiencing homelessness, and uh, we had to keep it confidential for a year. So we've been. Uh, working with the charities in the background and um, it it was only the last three nights that it Mm. was actually aired so we'd have Mm. been having to keep it a secret and you know so many people like why haven't you told us you did it
0: (laughs) well we should should definitely talk about that then (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah that was that was big it was big
0: Mm, Big. mm, mm. so that was on SBS last night or something or
1: yeah, you can watch yeah. it on SBS On Demand. Okay. Uh, three three episodes. Mm. So five participants: um, Dr. Andrew Rochford, um, you know, emergency doctor and businessman. Um, yep. Aaron Aaron Wood, he's the um, deputy Lord Mayor of uh, Melbourne, a comedian, Kieran Lyons, mm. a gorgeous model and actress. Um, elie gonzalves and then myself oh, so we nice. were all invited to participate in okay days so that was
0: like a reality tv uh, like similar to reality tv show where the filming you um you
1: know? yeah it wasn't really reality it was more a social experiment documentary mm. that, that that is what it was more so than a reality show
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. so we were we were all um like legitimately dropped off in the middle of nowhere and we had to fend for ourselves. Yeah, no yeah. money, no food, all that stuff. Yeah, oh, But wow. I'm a ninja. We can get it done. <laughs> yeah, we can get it
0: done, you know. Asians, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we're vits. We're intense. We're vits. You
0: know? <laughs> 100%, you know. We always rise up and, and meet the challenge, right? <laughs> I,
1: as, and often I get interviewed and I just see them kind of look at me and like, is she for real? It's like, yeah, man, I'm Vietnamese. I'm intense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so would I be like the first Vietnamese podcaster that you've been on or something or...?
1: Uh, I I don't. um, Yes, I've not been, I've been interviewed by other Viet before, but this Mm. is the first Vietnamese podcast. Um, And and congratulations to you for um, everything that you've done. And congratulations to you. for. I've um, listened to your stuff and I love your um I look, no doubt you're a badass, but I love your calm energy. <laughs>
0: oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's, it's a beautiful calm energy because most mm. people in our space are fucking intense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just lift the
0: energy and everything. So yeah, <laughs> I'm just like very hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so um Pauline, it's a true honor to interview you. And um, you know, when I was introduced to you, I saw a lot of amazing things that you've done and I was thinking, you know. I really have to interview you and, and you know delve into your mind and also share the, the wisdom that you have. So, um, so welcome to the show,
1: Kwa, cool. Thank you. The honor and the joy is mine. Thank you for having me. Awesome.
0: awesome. All right, cool. Um, so let's go a bit about your background and um, and just talk about before we get into you know the books and, and the business and everything. Let's have a look at your background. So I believe that um, you came to Australia as a refugee or on boat. So. want to just quickly talk about that?
1: Yeah look my my family are boat people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so after the war my yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. my father um, desperately wanted to leave the country Um, so he built a boat uh, with some friends and we escaped Right from the uh, center of town, mm. um, they dressed as fishermen rather than escaping in the dark of night. They dressed as fishermen and three parents um, with their children. So, all up there was 12 of us, mm. six adults, six kids, and we spent nine days out at sea. We were the lucky ones. We left before the pirates caught wind of the mm. bounty that was going yeah. to be at sea, right?
0: Mm. Um, I heard about that too. But- yeah, there, there was a danger as well with the other boats as well. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, after, um, when I was researching my first book, just hearing so many horror stories of Mm. families who escaped the war or um, the aftermath of the war, but then only to have pirates rape and pillage them at sea. Mm It was uh, devastating, but we were the lucky ones. We left early before the pirates found out about the masses of people that were going to leave the shores. And, um, we ended up in a Thai refugee camp. We spent nine days at at sea, Thai refugee camp for about a year. We were only meant to stay there for a few months. And that was where my brother Luke was born. He was born mm. in a tent in mm-hmm. the refugee camp, um, wow. the famous brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, And then we arrived in Australia in 1978, and it was really tough, you know. My father came to Australia with two young children. I was three, my brother Lewis was two, Mm. as well as a newborn. And my mother was ill at the time she had tuberculosis. So mm. he had a lot of pressure, he had yeah. a lot of pressure and a lot of stress coming to this new country with
0: yeah. nothing,
1: right? No house, so no scary. money, no language yeah.
0: So much uncertainty it, it, as well.
1: Mm. There, so much uncertainty. And mm. um, he had nowhere else to dump his trauma but on us kids mm. uh, and, and my mom. So growing up was very violent, um, Mm. lots of emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual abuse. Mm. And you know, it's not an uncommon story that we had to get good grades as well, right? Typical
0: Asians, (laughs) we have to become a doctor, uh, lawyer. I know the story as
1: well. It's literally beaten into us. Mm. So uh, growing up was, I started working when I was seven and my brothers, we all worked at a very young age. My father had... A video library, an ice cream parlor, a cafe, wow. uh, a restaurant, and he had a driving wow. school on the side as well. How so all, all of that? us were slave, yeah. were slave labor. <laughs> I think okay. it's a typical, yeah. it's a typical entrepreneur thing, right? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a, a you know, a, a skills. It's a focus issue. It's like ah bright shiny object.
0: Ah! Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> true
1: but look we we learnt uh, very, very valuable lessons at mm. a very young age, you know work ethic yep. um, and uh, but it was a violent upbringing, and mm. I ran away when I could, uh, and then life really started from there when I found the courage to leave home,
0: mm. Mm. so you learnt a lot about um the work ethic from your dad, like he was working all these different types of businesses and uh, that's, that's where you had a glimpse of the importance of work ethic. Right. And would, would you say that's how you translated into your success today, that that's the the lessons that you learned today to work really hard and wake up at three o'clock in the morning, like you did this morning. And. <laughs>
1: oh, my body, my body is better when I wake up at three. Shit don't get oh, done wow. while you're sleeping. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I, 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 um, I used to get up at 4, 4.30 and then I mm. just experimented a little bit. What if I got up an hour earlier? Look, I, mm. I go to bed quite early. I go to bed at like okay. nine o'clock so. okay. and, um, and my so body del- yep, likes, likes yep. it better. Mm. Yeah. So, so that's I get your a daily lot of routine, closer. right? I have a very firm daily routine, but that's what okay. I do. When I, I get up, I'm getting up at three. I've have been get up at three in the last six months or so because mm. I've got a lot of things, I've got a lot of things on the boil at the moment. Mm. Um, but what my parents really taught me choir was mastery everything was Mastery, Mastery, Um, how can we get this cappuccino froth, right? You know, it was in the eighties. So the cappuccino froth was like 10 centimeters high. How, how if we're going to make ice cream, how can we get this ice cream? Perfect. Mm. And it was fresh fruit ice cream. So the fruit had to be great. And, um, the, um, the base had to be great. And, you know, even to the point where they would master the waffle cones, you know, the mm. batter and the waffle cones and cooking file. How can we continually improve the file? It was mm. all about mastery. And just when they think they get it right, it's like, but maybe it can be better. You know, so they imparted those skills, uh, that, that work ethic, that um, sense of mastery and that sense of constant. Uh, that, I really believe that's where I got my growth mindset from. Mm. You know, we're always growing and always learning. That's, that's mm. some very, very valuable lessons. That's really But good. you said an important word before, which was, uh, is that how I translated? it? We all have a choice to translate it. Mm. We all have a choice. And so I don't do victim very well, right? I, 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 we, you know, how many times do you hear it? You know, that was my upbringing and that's why I am the way I am, right? Mm, mm, but we all have a choice. And over the years, I've um, chosen to be the beneficiary of all the things that have happened to me and for me and through me mm. rather than being the victim and how I've reframed it now, which has been so empowering is that was my training. That was my training. Mm.
0: That's really inspiring. Um, a lot of people, when they, you know, when you grow up, you, 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 t- you just said it. you you, know, you become the victim, you blame everything on yourself. And, But it's really hard to take responsibility to be accountable and to you know make things happen. What was that shift? What was that shift for you that transitioned over to that's it no more? What was it? Um
1: look, I I've partied, I've you know, done the drugs. I've, you know, mm. been very naughty. I traveled extensively for many, many years, mm. uh, lived in Europe for many years. And so mm. the real shift for me qua was when I was about 32 and went, okay, I'm ready to have a child now. I always knew that I would have a boy and a girl ever since I was 15 okay. and I <laughs> had their names already chosen. I was yeah. like, it's I want to have a child now. Yeah. And as soon as it became not about me as soon as it became about some, someone else, stop partying, stop drugs, stop drinking, stop cigarettes immediately. It was immediate. And that's, that's a lot of the the pattern that I have now when it no longer becomes about me and about someone else, you know, when I'm speaking on stage, people say, are you nervous? Not really because one, I know my shit, I know my Mm, craft, mm. but then also it's not about me. It's what, what service i am so there's so once we we shift that there's nothing here to judge (laughs) Mm, i
0: love that i love that and um your title is the spiritual entrepreneur that's really that's really cool by the way um and you've got a book called the way of the spiritual entrepreneur so um could you let us know what's the the essence of that book as well well
1: um Coaching so many entrepreneurs, established entrepreneurs are my niche Mm. and because they've walked through the discomfort of the fire. Um, We literally have our balls on the line every day, so to speak. Mm. And uh, time and time again, listening to the same patterns, Pauline, I'm told I'm meant to be happy. Why aren't I happy? And the happiness industry has a lot to answer for, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, the sleep industry. You don't need to sleep that much. <laughs> um, and so understanding then, guys, you're not meant to be happy 24-7.
0: Mm.
1: You're meant to experience- It's impossible. The full, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, right? And they're like, why, why aren't I happy? You know? yeah. And so you're not meant to, it's, it's to understand that you're meant to experience the full gamut of emotions mm. so that you can learn from them. But however long you stay into that emotion, however you are addicted to that emotion is what defines you, right? And so it's consistently learning the skills to get out of that emotion before you're hijacked, before you lose your intelligence to it, before Mm -hmm. you become dumb because you're hijacked by stress or fear or overwhelm or anxiety. And so spirituality is very much about self mastery. It's got nothing to do with religion. Religion is what needs spirituality. Spirituality doesn't need religion. And so it's about self-mastery, spirituality, physics that has yet to be explained. And so it's the, okay, well, here's the science and here's mm-hmm. the spirituality. How can we bridge it now so that you can have new ways of seeing things, new ways of thinking about things, new ways of doing things. And so for many people who now call themselves spiritual entrepreneurs were mm. once the old way entrepreneurs. The old ways were when everything was a piecing contest. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when everything true, was like, true. you know, I, I, I came to work, the first one to come to work and yeah. I was the last one to leave and so I had true. no sleepers. <laughs> That's not inspiring. I'm not going to look up to you, you know, um, beating the other person
0: uh, when it's really you're just in competition with yourself. It's not, there is no competition. It's just how can you get better? Right. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But with joy, Mm, with mm. cheekiness, with playfulness, with vitality, with health. Mm. Uh, There's so many different ways of seeing things and so many ways of doing things. And so so many of my clients came to me with dis-ease and disease. And we were able, we are able to um, fix that very quickly. And Mm. so the way of the spiritual entrepreneur is understanding that it's not the pursuit of happiness, but finding happiness in the pursuit. You know, our job in this it's, earth is like to that. one, nice. evolve. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is to evolve, but to do it with joy. <laughs> to do it with joy.
0: Yeah. I saw the, um, there was a video of you of uh, doing a spiritual entrepreneur retreat, I believe. I think you're taking people yeah. around Palm Beach and
1: it looked really nice.
0: You know, you would, people were meditating and, and they were sharing the values and everything. So um, do you Yeah, do you Look,
1: that that's, to, yeah? Mm. That's, um that's very much my, my daily routine to meet mm. the sunrise mm. um, and jump in the ocean and to access nature's medicine. Mm. Uh, that's a lot of my work as well. And we get results very, very quickly when we are able to access nature's medicine. Mm.
0: How often do, do you meditate? Do you meditate every day? Or, and what's your routine there, by the way?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I meditate throughout the day.
0: <laughs> throughout the day, wow. Like through, ten minutes there,
1: minute. day. Okay. Uh, meditation for myself. I don't the the meditation that I teach is not to bliss and Zen. Um, I'm in bliss right now, speaking with you. Um, mm. Our meditations is a form of manifestation, um, a form of creation everything starts inside, right? We all know this. Mm. How then can we get into the void of no space, no time, nowhere, no one, and then we can start creating. So I'm, mm. I'm creating throughout the day. Um, but in that deep sense, the deep, deep meditation is um, when I wake up and then in the middle of the day, and then I get into theta when I'm talking to my subconscious. Where, oh, where I'm creating.
0: Mm, mm, mm and how about uh, and you probably doing it for a long time right doing the meditation for quite some time for many years and
1: yeah, yeah I, I have yeah. I have but I have ways of hacking it and so um, <laughs> okay. on my website on my website are three meditations that I have created with a whole lot of NLP some mm-hmm. really badass um, binaural beats um, we've designed the music especially it's shamanic voice activation throughout Love it. and it's all around the world and people like, oh my God it before and you've just jujued me and i have you in my ears every day and i have you in my ears every night and uh, mm. it's <laughs> life it, it's, it's so exciting because it works mm. so to answer your question Kwa, mm. you don't need to have meditated 15 years just get these meditations uh, and you get it fast, you get love, it. It trans fast. <laughs> love it
0: love it love it okay so what about the um just one more question about the meditation is after when you've done so much of it as well what's the What's the thing that you've learned from meditation? The thing that is really giving you, what's that wisdom that you've got from meditation? I'm curious that you've learned from it.
1: That I am the master of my thoughts. I am mm. the creator of my destiny. And what is meditation to become really familiar with? Who do we have a more intimate relationship with than ourselves? Our inner net our internal ecology. It's understanding yourself so deeply that we can start to create our destiny and we start accessing so much more than what we can see in this 3D space, right? There are multiple dimensions that we can tap into. Mm -hmm. And when we can get into trance really, really fast through breath work, through essential oils, through the meditations, when we get into trance, we're more suggestible to information you know and and so many of my um perceived problems so many solutions have come up when i am in that space of creation mm, love it love it um, it's okay. also a, a very a very powerful space of healing qua healing. yeah
0: definitely definitely yeah i tend to um i try and meditate about 10 to 15 minutes per day and mm. yeah and i've been doing for about a few years so far and yes the thing that i've learned from meditation is that well the wisdom that i'm getting is that we're all like the observer you know when you rise above and you just watch your thoughts from from afar it's yeah. everything is you're just an observer and you get so much wisdom when you're just up when you're on that high altitude and just watching down on yourself so um yeah that, that's the thing that i've seen like you know my thoughts i'm not my thoughts it's a, a thoughts is a thought it just goes away and um yeah. and you don't have to pay too much attention to it or anything it's just a thought you don't have to chase it down the street or anything just just let it go yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's the thing that I've learned from meditation is just you know yeah, just become the observer and and there's a lot of wisdom that you can get by just rising above and just watching things. So
1: yeah, an observer from a higher level of mind. Wonderful High level
0: of mind. There you go. <laughs> um, so you also seem you're very calm, very spiritual, but and and you know a lot about energy. So I'm curious about how do you um, <laughs> how do you manage your energy level? I'm so not you- calm. <laughs> I'm but but you do make an effort, right? You're making an effort to to protect your energy. Do you do you practice that protecting your positive energy? And you probably get a lot of negative energy. Some sometimes it comes in. How do you how do you protect yourself?
1: Well, to 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 say that I or need to you, protect yeah. myself mm. is to say that we need protection. Already implies that there's something to protect ourselves against. Mm, First law of the universe: the law of intention. Mm-hmm. And so I was coaching uh another client the other day who said uh how do I protect myself when I'm um with negative energies mm-hmm. I said first of all don't be around the negative energy or be so powerful that your energy influences theirs right we always play in the light and I said to her well uh you can when when we are doing the the deep spiritual work perhaps a piece of rough tourmaline crystal because they all they all have a different vibration Mm. but for example the words we speak rather than saying programming the crystal to protect you it's assuming that you're amongst energies that you need protection from Mm. rather than saying that perhaps just use the words, the shamanic words of, um, please send back anything that does not belong to me from my field. Mm. So just a different, different words. And so f- when I can feel that there is uh, someone who wants more than just a conversation with me, then they want to take my energy. Uh, we have a process where we can put our reflectors up right Mm. it's just we have to be vigilant we have to be vigilant Mm. and but one of the very powerful laws that so that your audience doesn't get freaked out Mm. is uh, because people are always afraid of what they don't understand and that's okay that that's okay, you know we're not here to push anything down anyone's throat. Mm. Um, it's simply to say, just because you can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just yeah. because you don't believe it yet it doesn't mean it's not real, mm. But the higher we vibrate, the higher we vibrate, the more thoughts. Uh, we have that creates more joy the mm. elevated emotions joy love playfulness surprise cheekiness sexiness all of that mm. the more we ha- vibrate the higher our frequency the low frequencies can't touch us mm. that is a law right and so where do you play who do you play with do you play with the complainers? the uh, whingers, Mm -hmm. the mean-spiritedness people, the ones who stand around in circle and trauma bond, if that's where you play, that's the vibration that you play at Mm -hmm. and you will be more susceptible and accessible to the lower frequencies and that of the dark. Mm -hmm. So we get to choose, we get to choose what we wanna play and they can't touch us. So that's a really simple, basic rule, right?
0: Mm, I love that, absolutely, incredible. So it's about um, projecting, well, it, it's about setting up like a shield, right? Where, where it deflects the, um, the negative energy and you send it back to the, to the sender, send back to sender, right? So yeah. you seem like an uh, empath. You, I think you're an empath, right? You can sense I, 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 do, mm.
1: I do not do empathy. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I don't do empathy. I do a whole lot of compassion, mm. a whole lot of compassion. As a coach, we can't do empathy. As a coach, we have to do compassion. Two very okay. different things. Um, but um, back to the uh, the shield that you were talking about. We can mm. do that intentionally when we need to, mm. but we don't want to. We we don't want to stay in that space for too long. Mm. What we do is just be our natural be. state of being.
0: Mm. Our natural
1: state of being is also uh, 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 re- reflecting. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so. Uh, You also mentioned there was a really interesting analogy that you had was um, you're talking about the three roles in business, the artist, the manager, and the entrepreneur. And I thought that was really um, fascinating. So would you mind elaborating a bit about that?
1: Yes. Um, One of my teachers taught me this right at the very beginning. Mm. And so for most uh, business people and entrepreneurs, they start off as the artist, right? Mm. The, The artist, whether you're the cook. Um, the seamstress, the accountant, that you're very good at whatever art it is. And then it's like, you know, let's go into business. And then when they start the business, they have to wear all these different hats, mm. the manager hat, the um, accounting hat. The, it's like, my God, this isn't, I'm not in my genius. I'm not in my genius. And so if we understand that in order to uh, build any business, and have it grow without the suffering, without the, mm. yeah, sure. Look, we're entrepreneurs, you know, mm. that shit's going to happen all the time. Yeah, but yeah. without the burnout, without the, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, the energy suck. Uh, understanding that in every business, there are the three main roles. There's the artist, the manager, and the entrepreneur. Okay. So the, in the Red Lantern business, Mark is definitely the artist. Mark Mm. is the executive chef. Mm. Uh, Luke is the artist and he's also the manager, right? Mm. We can all do all those things. It's just not our genius. Uh, I am not a cook. I don't like to cook. I'm a professional eater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yep. and, uh, but I, I can manage very, I just don't enjoy it, but I'm the entrepreneur, the mm-hmm. one who sees the big vision, uh, the one who's not so connected to the artist side. And so as a business, Mark being the artist, um, Luke's off doing his artistry around the world and I'm the entrepreneur. So we employ some really amazing managers. To manage the day to day for us, Mm. and so obviously there's so many other roles, but if we have those three main roles, so I don't have to do the managing because I'm I I don't enjoy it. Mm. Mark doesn't have to do the managing; he just does the artistry, and I do the entrepreneurial part, going out, making contacts, um, being the networker, having the vision, and then getting delegating to do all the stuff. And our managers do stuff that. I'm not Mm. good at at all. Mm. And so if you are, if your listeners are finding it difficult, ask yourself, do you have a manager who is the artist and who is the entrepreneur?
0: Mm. That's really good. I think you also mentioned about finding your strengths as well, right? You're utilizing your strengths. You're not really trying to improve your weaknesses. It's just about finding what your strengths are and just using it as you just mentioned that you're the entrepreneur. You're the person that gets things done and, and, and just you know, goes out there, networks and brings people in. So that's really good.
1: Yeah, mm. but also um, life is more fun. Yeah. <laughs> life is more fun when, yeah. you, when you do the shit that you're really good at. Come on. Look, I'm absolutely, uh, I'm not blind to my weaknesses, mm. but I've done so much work. You know, if we're talking about human design, BG5, mm. Gallup, Enneagram, to get really good, doing ourselves and who we are and understanding who we take ourselves to be and why we do the things we do. And I'm absolutely aware of my weaknesses. I think we all need to be cognizant of what we can't do Mm. so that we can bring people in. You know, rather than going, I hate accounting, but I've got to be really good at it. Because my accountant said I've got to be really good at it.
0: (laughs) Well, my parents told me I have to be really good accountant. (laughs) That's
1: that's, that's right. And so, but understanding because, man, we owe it to life to sit Mm. in our genius. We owe it to life. Why Why would I sit in somewhere and try to do something and pay homage to mediocrity? Mm, you know, I can I get it. someone to freaking say it. Uh, it. It just doesn't make sense, you mm. know? So absolutely be aware of our weaknesses, but do the stuff that we're really good at. And I'm not just saying this from an intuitive point of view, actually do the science behind what you're really good at as well. Do, do the reports, do the tests, mm. ask yourself, what makes my heart sing? what makes my heart sing because that is your calling
0: mm, I love that beautiful and um, and you know you're a very fun person as well so what would you say what was the one of the happiest moments of your life
1: and I, I have so many happy moments so mm. many happy moments um, of course uh, of course, in my adult life because I design it that way mm. um, and the happiest the happiest moments always involve traveling mm. um, friends and nature. And so to answer your question, what comes at the top of mind now is quad biking to uh, race uh, in time to see the sunset in oh, Oya, beautiful. Santorini, Greece, or or, or riding around the lavender fields of Havar on the Dalmatian oh, coast. You know? Wow. <laughs> that <clears throat> sort of stuff makes my heart sing. You I should have filmed that,
0: for- that. You should have put that on YouTube and you know, you <laughs> that one. It would have been amazing. Seeing the sunset. Uh, I've,
1: I've, I- Mm. Yeah. So many beautiful moments that are Mm. in here.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. Okay. All right then. And um, what advice would you give to other entrepreneurs who's, you know, starting out business and, and, or or struggling in the business? What advice would you give them?
1: The ones who are struggling, Mm. man, I would say to them, hang out with collaborators, um, Friends, confidants that are not afraid to say the good stuff behind your back and the bad stuff to your face. Mm. Because we become our environment, our environment becomes us, we become our associations, our associations become us. We got to choose the people in our orbit wisely. Right. And so if they are suffering, call out reach out to those in your circles but be sure you've chosen them wisely because if you're suffering if you're in trouble the quality people in your orbit will always be there to assist you who do i need in my orbit to get me to where i want to go faster don't do it alone
0: Mm, love that sounds like um You've been hurt in the past, (laughs) as well. You've been through the the trials and tribulations of people, and and uh, yeah, just like myself as well. uh, It's all about finding the the right ones in your circle that you can fall back. Yeah, that's when. Yeah, yeah,
1: but that's when we live. That's in the old days when I used to live my life by default. Mm. Now my life is so designed, so designed. The people I have around me are solid. Mm. You know. friends that are so true and so loyal and and so much fun that there is no no paranoia no doubt there's no doubt you know Mm. we shouldn't be doing that you know and and so i'm not saying that it's difficult to come into the circle it's Mm. just that we're all very discerning because we all live our lives by design
0: Mm. love that love it okay so one more question is um let's say that you were to you know, go into a time machine, press a button and go back maybe 10, 15 years? What would you say to your younger self?
1: Baby girl, don't cry so much. Everything's going to be fucking magical. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Have have more joy. Choose thoughts that create more joy. Have more fun. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be magical, in fact.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. Sing, sing and keep dancing, right? So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Absolutely love that. All right. So um, how can people get in contact with you as well?
1: Through my website. Um, if you want direct exp- um, contact, I have a um, a, an online course coming up June 24 is when it starts. Mm-hmm. It's called the spiritual entrepreneur accelerator program. Okay. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a three, three month online it? course. And, okay. um, the, the caliber of badass entrepreneurs who are already enrolled is breathtaking.
0: Mm, awesome. So, so through it, my
1: website, get in contact with me. Through your
0: website. Okay. Fantastic. And you're on social media, YouTube and everything. And yep
1: uh yeah,
0: yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, give me uh, okay. uh, uh
1: instagram um pauline um speaks pauline speaks and facebook yeah
0: yep. okay. yeah okay i'm uh, not
1: i'm not uh i'm not prolific on, on on social media
0: okay yep but you should right i think you should push more content out there i think your message needs to be shared with more people so i think you should do more videos <laughs> you know so <laughs> if you can But anyway.
1: I get told that a lot. I will. I will if I get reminded enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Um, Yeah, just before that, we were talking a bit about SBS, right? They can catch you on SBS. I think you've got a show on that the moment, right?
1: Uh, It's not my show. Uh, Mm. Last winter, I was invited to participate um, in a show called um, Filthy, Rich and Homeless. Mm. Five participants. And for 10 days, we experienced uh, what it is like to be homeless. Mm-hmm. There's 116,000 homeless people, a very small percentage of rough sleepers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some are in crisis accommodations, some live in cars. So it was a really great opportunity for me to learn more. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had to keep it a secret for a year. And so you'll understand this quite. as an entrepreneur, why would I put myself through that if there was something that I couldn't do afterwards? Mm-hmm. So it was very much about sh- show me something that works. So that I can get my network and I can get my friends and my inner circles to push forward a system that already works. And I was fortunate enough to witness that. And it was um, an establishment called Dignity based on the premise and which I absolutely love that you teach a person how to fish and and, and they can eat all day. Don't give them a fish, you know. Give, teach them how to fish. So it was very much about giving people a hand up rather than a hand out. Um, But before we do any of that, when they've come off the street or they've come from an abusive um, environment at home, to give them a sense of dignity, to give them warm food, a locked door, clean sheets, clean pyjamas. And once they get that sense of dignity back, they have their wits about them again. Then they can start rebuilding. Then their courage will come back, and then they can start thinking clearly again, rather than being hijacked by fear and by stress. And dignity last year won the Telstra Business Award, as well as for social uh, entrepreneurship. Mm. So they've got systems at work. And so now that the show's out and I'm able to speak about it, mm. uh, that's the big. That's the big push. That's the big project I'm, I'm going to be working mm. on now. Awesome. to push forward humanity even more
0: can't wait to see it and um yeah look you know really appreciate your time today and and uh yeah you know you're sharing amazing wisdom with the world and you know i wish you all the best for your future endeavors pauline and um yeah just keep doing what you're doing you know keep lighting up the darkness and um you know wish you all the best for your future endeavors as well so cool and right.
1: i wish you all the very best thank you for having me and thank you for your listeners <laughs>
0: No worries, thank you.